I'm Mitch. I'm Keith. And this is the Layman's Term Show. The Layman's Term Show, where a couple lay people, not, not clergy, clergy, talk about where life and faith intersect and have some fun conversations. Hey, here we are. Oh, welcome back. To the show. To the show we were just talking about. I was talking about <laughs> with my friend Keith, my offendable friend Keith. That I guess I am very offendable. No, I didn't say very offendable. Oh, the very wasn't part of it. No, I just said you're, <coughs> you're offendable. Wow. Well, I think all of us are offendable of in course. some way, shape or form. But of on course. a scale of like one to ten, how offendable am I? Um, a seven. I think you're as offendable as you are offensive. Well, I'm very offensive. Ooh. <laughs> um, all right. Well, first of all, I want to apologize to anybody. Uh, just logging in. Just uh, for this. If you hear um, some some foods food going on in the background. Oh, food noises if you have food noise aversions. I've got um I've got the little one in the room with us. So, uh if we get interrupted, uh I'll try to edit that out. But there may be a lot of crinkling and stuff for no reason whatsoever cuz I didn't give him anything that should crinkle. Well, you got to get every last drop of juice <laughs> out of that there juice pouch. I'll tell you what. So, we are on the last week of our series Unoffendable. Unoffendable. Uh, which I am not unoffendable. Uh, and we're talking really about, this week we're really talking about um, when it's okay to be offended, right? Like this kind of, this kind of like, at what point is it, you know, you can't just travel through life and see some, see something happen to somebody and not, you know, step in and say, hey, this isn't right. You know, like it's at some point you need to be offended by something but, but something that matters, mm. right? Okay. So, uh, Mitch. Yes. You're going to have to go back a little ways, I think. Back in time. Back in time. Hopping in the time machine. Tell me you. about a time where you were like super mad. Okay. Super mad. It's, is it raining outside? No idea what that noise is. <laughs> I think somebody's like pushing a cart down the hallway. Anyway, so tell me about a time you were super, super mad. Hmm. Hmm. Um. Let's see. And it doesn't have to be maybe. Maybe it doesn't have to be a justifiable mad. Mm -hmm. Just a time that you were like super, super mad. I got really, really, really mad one time. Mm. I was really mad. Yeah. I was on a trip. Mm. I was like 14. Um, and I'd fallen asleep, like, with my head tilted all the way over, like, on my uh -huh. arm, uh -huh. on the window of, like, this 15-passenger van um, cruising through the Badlands. You know, it was a trip. It was... Uh, it was an adventure trip. It was like eight of us, 13, 14-year-old kids, a couple leaders. We were hiking in the Badlands and stuff. Anyway, one of the guys thought it would be hilarious to pour bottled water <laughs> into my ear while I was sleeping. <laughs> yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah. I just like lost my mind. Yeah. 
but you couldn't even really like walk away from the situation because you were in a you were in a van. Yeah, no, I ended up on top of the guy with like a headlock and like and yeah, I think they pulled the van over. But can but, I tell you about a time I made somebody really mad? Because I can't think of a time that I got really mad about something. I mean. Do you pour water in somebody's ear yeah. hole? Well, very similar story. So that's why I, I thought about it. Um, in my youth of a being an adult. So I was like maybe 22. Okay. Right? Okay. And we <laughs> we we went on. Um, I was I was living in Omaha. Working working at a, a retail establishment. Mm. And the kind of district was based out of Kansas City. So, uh, we, there was this meeting that they set up. So everybody's coming down to Kansas city, you know, the night before we stay in a hotel, go to this meeting. Right. Okay. We don't really know what the meeting's about. We just was like, Hey, all, all supervisors, all managers are coming down. Okay, cool. So we go down to this meeting and we go down the day before, uh, and really the night before, you know, we drive down, we get into the hotel or whatever. And then it's like, you know, hey, let's go get something to eat, right? So uh, a few of us went out, uh, got something to eat, kind of, you know, we're just sitting around talking, you know, having a good time. And uh, one one of the guys had um, decided to stay at the hotel. He was just tired, stay at the hotel, just going just gonna to sleep. Okay, no problem. So, I mean, it's like 1 o'clock in the morning, you know, or something when we realized, you know, because we got in late, yeah. we were eating, you know, and all that stuff. And so we're like, you know, drifting back to the hotel and uh, the, we were staying in the rooms as a pairs, right? So oh, the guy, no. the guy, the guy that's, he's sleeping now, but we have his roommate with us and we're like, dude, give us the key, you know? And so we filled up an ice bucket full of ice water. This is the dumbest. I, I have no idea why we decided to do this. So we like. Of course, they guilted me into doing it. So, like, scan the door in, go in, and I just douse this guy who's, like, 6'6", six, six, probably 240 pounds, you know, right? And, dude, he jumped up and chased me, I think, about three blocks. Like, out of the hotel, three blocks. All he was wearing was his underwear. No shirt, no shoes, no pants, nothing, right? He was just so mad. And I was just laughing you as hard got, as I could. You should have been pummeled. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know what he would do like, if he I just, caught me. <laughs> just don't mess with people when they're sleeping. Yeah, I just I don't know. I don't know what came over me. You know? Um, yeah, so I made somebody super mad. Yeah. I mean, and probably that it's was probably a righteous anger. It's infuriating. <laughs> we used to um on the same lines, what we used to do is if if we knew um somebody was in like the bathroom, uh, you know, not just peeing. Okay. We'd we'd go in and get like a bunch of paper towels. We'd act like we're using the restroom and then washing our hands, get a bunch of paper towels, get them all wet, and then just lob it over the the stall while they're sitting there just on their head you're so mature <laughs> i was a very immature such a mature christian <laughs> early man. 20s young adult fascinating uh, would never do that now fascinating would never do that now <clears throat> so um yeah i think i think um 
you know, really anger comes in two forms, right? Anger because something happened to you and then anger because something happened to somebody else, right? Yeah. And I think that as I've gotten older, I I tend to I think I tend to be more more angry at things that happen to other people because with kids and stuff you see you see how other kids may treat your kids and you know you don't you know maybe you yeah. don't like that I'd say uh, I'd say so I like to use the phrase like um, like whenever I absorb we've talked like about this before but like I feel like like the world relationships um, uh, stuff that happens throughout the day conversations interactions stuff you see i kind of absorb all that and i kind of some of it like um you know usually with stuff that has a like a negative sense to it i kind of absorb it like i say like i absorb it like a radiation like mm-hmm. um and which like radio there's like a radioactive half-life right like yep, it has yep. to break down yep. or like metabolize mm-hmm. right like mm-hmm. it's in your system and you got to kind of sweat it out you got to metabolize sure. it out and I think offenses that happen to me, I metabolize, I process, have a much shorter radioactive half-life mm. than stuff that happens to other people. Okay. I get more, because it's almost like I get more spun up, like to your point, mm-hmm. um, you know, just generally, you know, um, kids being twerps. Yeah. You know, yeah. To to uh other kids that maybe didn't do anything to deserve torpish yeah. behavior. Exactly. Um like that really drives me bonkers. Yeah, and I think I think that like uh, uh really upsets me more. Um and it, I I you know, I I'm having a trouble actually thinking about what accepts me more, my kids being a twerp to another kid or another kid being a twerp to my kid, right? Like, I think I'm more upset when my kid does the behavior that you don't want them, like, you don't want them, you don't want them to be like that, mm. but then they're like, you know, mean to somebody. I mean, maybe they didn't intend it, right? But, you know, you're talking to them and they're like, oh, yeah, I told such and such, such and such. Well, and it is. Like, it's more difficult doing, you know? when your own kids. It's more difficult when your own kids are involved than if you're just you're witnessing. Um, you know, because even if random kid to random kid, random kid to random yeah. kid, like, man, that's a great opportunity to intervene. Yeah. Right. That be, But whenever you're, you're not you're not connected to either two. So yeah. it's not really like you're taking a side. Yep. And kids tend to list what for whatever reason they tend to listen to complete strangers more than their parents. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why that is, but um, but I actually now that I think about it, I think I'm probably more upset when an adult is a twerp to a kid. You know what I mean? Like, like you know, just like we were at, we were at uh, Sam's Club the other day, right? And you you know my little one, he's very energetic. He likes to just run at Sam's Club when we're standing there, we're waiting in the, you know, the line to get lunch, you know, get a hot dog, you know, or pizza or whatever. He's just running around, running around, running around, running around. Well, he bumps into somebody, right? And that somebody whips back and just gives him and me this like death glare, like control your kid, you know, or whatever. But instead you get bumped, you kind of turn around and go, oh, man, it's a four-year-old. And then you just smile. Hey, buddy. 
and then you turn around. Some right? people do. Some people do. Yeah, I guess. Um, Some people think you need to figure out how to ratchet down that strap yeah, I, in the chair a little tighter. Yeah, you, you know, know they'll, they'll yeah strap that thing down. I just so anyway, stuff like that, you know, kind of, um, kind of annoys me. I think more, and it's not that I get angry at them at the moment, right? Like that's kind of a benign example. Um, but yeah, well, like when a when an adult doesn't can't look at something and be like, okay, is this age appropriate for me to be mad about, you know, now, you know, if my 16, you know, if I had a 16 year old or an 18 year old and they're running around me like crazy, bumping into people, then like, I can, I can see maybe a little, little, little righteous anger there. So anyway, so I think, uh, you know, one of the things that, you know, we, we, think about when it comes to the the life and the story of Jesus is this kind of um, I don't want to say good guy but he's always yeah. talking about love the nice guy Lo- the nice guy right well, you should nice love your guy, neighbors Jesus. you know what hey uh, somebody slaps you you should turn the other cheek yeah. no big deal somebody doesn't want to listen to you just dust your feet off and go well Maybe not in John two thirteen seventeen. You would you like to hear a story? Uh, yeah, go ahead. Let us let us uh, let us let us hear this. Right, Jesus clears the temple because mm-hmm. it was noon. Services are over, and it's time for lunch. No, that's not the story. <laughs> Here we go. It was nearly time for the Jewish Passover celebration, so Jesus went to Jerusalem. In the temple area, he saw merchants selling cattle, sheep, and doves for sacrifices. He also saw dealers. At the temple, exchanging foreign money, Jesus made a whip from some ropes and chased them all out of the temple. He drove out the sheep and cattle, scattered, scattered the money changers' coins over the floor, and turned over their tables. Then going over to the people who sold doves, he told them, Get these things out of here. Stop turning my father's house into a marketplace. Yeah. Then his, di- then his disciples remembered this prophecy from the scriptures. Passion for God's house will consume me. Mm. A whip. Yeah. Indiana Jones style. Indiana Jones style, man. Um Yeah, you know I think I think there's two I think there's two folds to the story. And one of them is that um they're in. They're doing it in the wrong place, right? They should be doing it in a marketplace, yeah. right? Like right outside, right outside the temple in a marketplace. But I, imagine, imagine trying to be in the temple, right? Listening to someone read the scripture and 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 stuff like that. And outside, you got all these cows mooing and sheep's bed and doves. You know, whatever cooing. Do they coo? Oh yeah. You know, you got all these animals. <laughs> Yeah, you got all these animals right outside the door making all this ruckus. Could you imagine and coins? Because they didn't have dollar bills, right? And lots of coins. So, I mean, imagine all, and then the talking and the, you know, the kind of marketplace vibe, you know, right outside. Right there worship. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, yeah, because yeah, what? Yeah, well, exactly. because they'd kind of transitioned the worship into sacrifice, not worship. You're right. right. Like, oh, let's go through the act. Well, oh man, 
yeah, I really ripped that guy off. I'm going to need two doves, a sheep, and uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, to, to make up for my mis- yeah. misdealings. Yeah. I, I, you know, how would you react? How would you react to that situation? So, you know, you, you, you come in one day and, uh, like, you know, right in the sanctuary there, we got some tables set up. You know, we got, we got some, uh, we got some fruit pies for sale. We got some, we got some, some dealing going on and all you're trying to do is sit down and listen, listen to Adam. Um, it's an interesting point. It's an interesting point. You know, I think, um, I think to the more layers of it is, like you said, it's the, it's the misdealing. So coming up with this, um, common modern analogy equivalent to put it in the, to put it in the same context, um, I think it'd be like it'd be like putting a folding table at the entry doors of the church and selling prayer shawls for your salvation. Right, right, uh, right. Holy like, water. Be like, oh, here's some. Yeah, you're gonna need this special anointing oil, right. or you are not right with God. Right, right. And then I size you up and be like, for you, I have the low, low, low price <laughs> of exactly twice as much as I charged the last guy. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's... And maybe, and may, I mean, we don't, I don't know, you know, but maybe a priest standing there being like, oh, I know you, you're real bad. You're going to need two of those, three yeah, of those, or, four of those, and then get in there and uh, douse yourself with it. Yeah, for sure. That'd be crazy. Yeah, I think I would... I'd probably leave. Or run a scoundrel out of there. <laughs> Flip some tables Flip over. Flip some tables over, man. Fashion a whip out of some rope. Yeah. Just start going ham. Now, do you think, do you think, now, in in the scripture it says, uh, Jesus drove out all of them. Do you think it was the animals or even the people? Do you think he just kind of like herd, herded with the whip like the animals, right? And then was like, you, money... Changers, flip over a table, pick up your money and get out. Or do you think he was like smacking people around with it? Oh, I think you, uh, I think you start stampeding livestock. I think people move pretty quick. See, that's what I think too. Yeah. I think, so I think, I think, dro- I think it was just the animals. Well, no, I just mean, commotion. I think it, it was all inclusive. It yeah. drove them. Yeah. Everybody, they they gone. Plus if that was my animals getting driven out i'd probably go chase him to get him back yeah right for sure right okay uh because that always that always like confused me because it wasn't it wasn't always very specific right it was like drove them all out like and some people might have imagery of him just like whipping people you know which i think would elicit a different reaction from a lot of uh the spectators but i just i think it speaks to jesus's humanity and then i like that last part i just put the bible away but um you know it it um it references previous prophecy and scripture about um him being overcome with passion for the house of the lord yeah right um and i think that's his you know that's another point of the display of his of his passion for rightness and um, justice that 
that he kind of goes uh goes on a little rage monster on mm-hmm. it and uh flips him some tables over. Yeah, I think the important point is that it wasn't it wasn't because of him, right? Like he didn't it was it was because it was his father's house. Yeah. So he's really offended and upset at because of God, not because of him, right? And I think I think that's the the differ the difference there is you can you can um step in into a situation to defend someone else in in that moment much much better than trying to defend yourself right yeah and i think what's uh what we get lost sometimes is jesus flipping over tables um <laughs> because think about it we it, it's all cheapened down with uh, you know plastic folding tables from Walmart and well uh, now but I know think that's, back then they were probably know, heavy I know that's what I mean we cheap a bunch of coins on we've it. cheapened it you know probably flipping over some four hundred pound you know log table be awesome <laughs> instead we just think like Buffalo Bills fans crushing some piece yeah, of plastic yeah from a, yeah uh, funny story all right hit me uh, we. When I was working for a retailer, okay, we were in uh, a leadership meeting, and we had this GM. I was a manager at the time, and we were so we were in this manager meeting or whatever. We had this GM who nobody at the store really liked, but like went on to a different store and they really liked him. So it was just kind of a personality location thing. But anyway, um, <laughs> we're like, we're like, I forget what we were discussing, discussing while well, him and another manager kind of got into kind of uh, a heated a tussle, a heated debate, oh, right? Okay. Um, where he was wanting us to do something and she was like, no, that's dumb. And here's why it's dumb. I'm not doing that. Right. I'm not doing that. Right. Anyway. So he's like, hey, why don't you just leave the meeting, leave the meeting. Right. And she's like, nope, I'm sitting right here. And he's like, I'm asking you to leave the meeting. And she's like. Nope. So he just grabs this table that, you know, we got like eight folding tables all together. He just grabs this table and I mean, flips it Hulk style, right? Papers are flying, pencils are flying, you know, and he's like, I said to leave, you know, and she just looked at him and was like, nope. (laughs) Well, yeah, because I don't think like... I don't so think he left flipping over a little <laughs> plastic folding table like I'm so mad. Look at me, somebody, yeah, somebody, yeah. yeah. stomp, stomp, stomp. I'm intimidating. I think my um, four year old can flip over one of yeah, those tables. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. I think. <laughs> yeah, imagine. Uh, I think. I think. Imagine this, some of these tables. Yeah, that we have this in should the be lobby. more. This should be more. Yeah, this should be more the equivalent of like. And Jesus flipped over a car, and you're right. like, whoa, whoa, what? what? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Jesus picked up the cow and threw it yes. two miles. That's what like, I'm. Wait, talking about. I'm sorry. What happened? <laughs> that's. Um. Uh. So we got carried away. We got carried. We got a little carried away. <laughs> Imagine if you did flip over a cow. Yeah, they're they're not easy to flip over unless they're sleeping. Unless it's a calf. I've seen them do that. They do that. They do that on the radio. They flip the cow on its side, very violently. Really? Yeah. Then then oh, they tie up his feet. Tie up the feet. Well, three of them, not four, just three. Why not four? I don't know, but maybe it. Maybe only... it. 
Maybe it'll break a leg or something. If you no, they just go for three. I know they do that with pigs, but I didn't know they do it with oh, cows, I thought too. it was cows. It's cows. No, I'm pretty sure it's pigs. It's, no, it's cows. They chase them down. They jump off the oh, horse. Oh, calves. Yeah, yeah calves. Yeah, the calves. Little ones. Not the big ones. No, not the big ones. Oh, one. I thought you were talking about a big one. I'm like, holy cow. That would be holy cow. Holy calf. Calf. They rope it. <laughs> and jump down. They wrap up its toes. <laughs> oh, shoot. That's a good time. Um, So... So, anyway. Tell me about a time, Mitch, as we wrap this thing up. Tell me a story about a time that you acted on someone else's behalf because of an offense. I I know there's lots of them. I should have prepped for this. Sometimes it's hard to think of a I'm just example like, that's benign, a little benign. Yeah, you know, I'm thinking like I'm thinking like uh, what what stories of the statue of limitations ran out on, <laughs> right? That's I mean that's the that's kind of the that's kind of the problem. There's definitely been a few times where, um, like, it usually happens in traffic, you know, where like. Where like somebody, I know a couple times where somebody's hit somebody's car in a parking lot or, you know, in the street, but it was like a gentle kind of bump. You know, they just didn't, they didn't stop. It's not like a smash and there was like, oh my gosh, are you okay? Right. But like like a gentle bump, you know, Um, but I actually remember this one time where I was, I was driving. Okay. And I was going, you know, like northbound lane and somebody's going southbound lane, but it's just like a 25 mile an hour, you know. Um, street right well this car like hops the curb you know it's just coming straight hops the curb and then like because the light turned red okay and we're all i'm stopped you know like hops the curb like goes around the the corner and then comes back in the intersection and then like drifts off again and there's like some people walking right and so they're like, whoa, what's going on? Because people start honking and, and like they almost get hit. Right. So they had to like jump out of the way. Well, this car like kind of coasts into a fence. Right. Like doesn't damages the fence a little bit, but it wasn't like, you know, smash. And OK, well, you could tell the lady was old, older. Right. And so I just put it in park, jumped out Well, these people are like yelling at this lady. Well, she like she had a stroke. Oh my goodness. In the car. You know what I mean? And they're like, they're like berating her about you almost killed us and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, guys, hold on a second. Right? Like, wait, I saw everything. Chill. You're like, ma'am, are you okay? And she's just sitting there like, you know, and call, call the ambulance. Ambulance comes. These, these people are still mad. They're yelling and screaming. Ambulance comes. Like, yeah, she had a stroke. Like right there. Well, give her a break, people. Mm. You know? So, you know, I was like, you know, I, I think that's probably one time where I mean, I mean, I, I wasn't necessarily, you know, of, offended at them for doing it, but it's like, hey, like there was a traffic accident. She's older. Like, chill, chill. Let's figure out what happened before we get all righteously angry at people. Mm. You know what I mean? That's good. Man, I just feel like I should have some good story for right? you. Like you, like it was almost like I had something prepared and you set me up for it. <laughs> But yeah, I had, folks, we do not prepare for this. Yet I had nothing. whatsoever. 
we write down a couple questions on a piece of paper and we're like, we're going to talk about this for yeah, half it's good hour. stuff, but <laughs> you've never been you you can't remember a time that you saw something that you can publicly talk about, you know, because I think that's probably the the hard thing with some of it, right? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, as a stay at home dad, you like to you know, you know you like to break up playground inequities. You know, oh, mm-hmm. like those are always fun. Like, no, 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 no. You know, can't go up the slide. Nope, not your turn. Nope, still not your turn. <laughs> nope, not your turn. Because I watched you shove three kids on the last three passes. Nope, not your turn yet. Um, you know, uh, people that like bully their way to the front of the line. Oh, you know, um, oh, I dislike that so much. You know, I like to. Just kind of call it out and uh, and uh, you know make it very obvious. You know, like we all know what's happening. Yeah. So yeah. you know, but anyway, you're yeah, the guy to speak up and be like, "Hey, hey, buddy, the back back in lines back there." Yeah. Or I like uh, um, that happened to me yesterday. By the way, one that you know drives me nuts too is like um, whenever you. And I don't ever say anything, which I should, because it'd be funny. Um, but that's why I say stuff is for humor. Sure. Like I, I make a lot of, like, I use humor to make people who you're uh, like, oh, we're just making our own line now. Something yeah, like that. Right? Yeah, like, yeah. like that makes me giggle, makes the people around me giggle, and maybe makes the person with the offense recognize how childish the behavior is. Sure, sure, right, yeah. We were we were in the uh, middle school pickup line okay. yesterday. Okay, got there early. Right, it's hot. the The car's AC is not lasting for twenty minutes when the car's not moving. You know what I mean? And um, so the line's there. You know, it's all the way down. To, oh yeah. You know, it's all the way down. And Two mile right. line. Dude in a motorcycle, just zippies, zip, 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 down, and parks in front of the trash can there in the pickup, and then just like hops off the motorcycle. Who waits around about three minutes? Kids start coming out, and it's like, "Hey, come on!" Picks up his kid, puts a helmet. Think, I, you know, at least they had helmets on, and just zips away. Yeah, that's cool. No, that's not cool. That's, that's totally fine. That's cutting the line, man. There's actually laws allowing motorcycles to do those things. To cut the line at the middle school pickup, you can drive on the is stripe. That, is that um, you can drive on the stripe? Is that Missouri statute twelve point two a? No, I don't what? even think it is legal in Missouri. No, but you I'm can drive saying. on the stripe. Like it's crazy. I didn't know that. Yeah, I I really dislike. Like I said, I don't know if in Missouri that's a law. I don't. I I really dislike motorcyclists who like. Or like if there's a traffic jam, you know, and they just get in the emergency lane and then just zoop five miles down, you know, it makes me angry at all motorcyclists. Mm. And that's it. That's it for today. That's all the time we have. That's all the time He's we have. angry at motorcyclists. <laughs> if you're listening to this and you drive a motorcycle, I would encourage you to wave at Keith every opportunity you get. Um, see if you can turn his, turn his cold, bitter heart to the... And if you drive a motorcycle without a helmet, I don't please, care if it's legal or please, not. Please put a helmet on. Put a on. helmet on, people. Thank you. That's your PSA announcement for, for today. <laughs> please protect your nugget. We love you. So does Jesus. We want to see you on Sunday. Yeah, we want to see you. All right. See Bye, you guys. Bye.